Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Pop Culture Universe 2 podcast, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I am your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. If it's not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. I bought tickets to your show. I have a fan account for you. I'm obsessed with you. We're at the point in the summer where I barely know what day it is. This podcast is the one thing that's keeping me on track. So I do know that it's Monday, and I hope you all are having a great day. I'm so sorry that it is the work week again. It sucks. I know. You just got to push through it, and you'll have an amazing weekend. Honestly, you can enjoy the work week, too. Uh, If you like your job, slay you. If you don't, don't let it stress you out. Just do what you got to do. Keep a positive mind and then get through it. At least you're getting money. That is the important thing. Getting bread, getting that bag. I'm proud of you. The MTV movie and TV and Unscripted Awards were all tonight. The Unscripted is like the reality portion of that. And I feel like I should have been invited. I don't know. I feel like I belong there. I should have been the host. Me and Paris Hilton should have been in the same room together last night. But it's whatever. I feel like there's a lot of good TV coming out lately. Stranger Things Season 4 is a banger. The Kardashians are making good TV. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Dubai came out. I watched both of them. Those are both really good. This movie on Hulu called Fire Island, which is like a gay film about this vacation spot that uh, gay men go to a lot. It's really good if you're in the LGBTQ and you're into that. It's a really cute gay love story and I like how they focus more on the love of the two individual characters rather than the fact of like them being gay and like making it all just about their sexuality. It's more just about their specific relationship and they do talk about the overarching maybe toxicity in the gay community so i feel like that movie was a little cheesy but you should definitely check it out fire island on hulu bow and yang from snl is in it it's really good really entertaining and yeah some hot guys in it today we have some juicy topics as always one's about hot girl summer because these celebrities are getting played getting with 15 different people everyone People are out here thotting and bopping, so we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about Johnny and Amber. The trial has finally come to an end. We're going to talk about the implications of Johnny winning and everything that happened after. And then we're going to talk about Glee star Matthew Morrison getting kicked off of So You Think You Can Dance because of an inappropriate relationship he had with a contestant. Yeah, it's very much tea, but before we get into it, if you can just rate this podcast five star on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you're listening to it, you may as well do that. You're already here. Make sure to follow it because it's your favorite Monday, Wednesday, sometimes Friday class. Um, and yeah, leave a cute little review. Post it on your Instagram story. Take a screenshot so everyone knows what amazing podcast you're listening to. And let's get into it. Welcome to Pop Culture University. Take your seats. Class is in session. Hot Girl Summer is off to a brutal start, everyone. The streets are not for the weak-hearted. 
And let me tell you why. There's so many celebrities going around from bed to bed, bed hopping, getting with this person, get with that person, breaking up. It's crazy. So let's start with Shakira. Yeah, Shakira. I don't know if you saw her trending on Twitter, but she was massively trending this week because her and her husband, Gerard Peake, they were married for 11 years. He is a soccer player. They got divorced. They split up officially. They're done. They put out a statement that said, we regret to confirm that we are separating for the well-being of our children who are our highest priority. We ask that you respect our privacy. That's very PR of them. That's the basic shit you hear from every celebrity that broke up. They literally copy and pasted that off of like Pinterest or something, like how to make a celebrity breakup announcement. But the real tea is that people think that Gerard cheated on Shakira. There's a lot of cheating rumors going around that he was, you know, getting around with clubs, taking women home, whatever. Well, Shakira was like at the Super Bowl being better than him anyway. If he cheated on Shakira, that's crazy. All these massively successful, attractive, perfect celebrity women get cheated on by these men who are lucky to have even ever came in contact with them in the first place. And then they take them for granted and embarrass them in front of the whole world. If he cheated on her, he's what he's wacka wacka. That's that was supposed to be a play on waka waka. He's wacka wacka. And she's done more for soccer than Gerard will ever do with those songs that she made. So take that bitch. She's better than you in every sense of the word. Anyway, yeah, apparently his hips lied to her. He cheated on her and Shakira's dad was taken away in an ambulance like outside of her house. Oh, like the same week that this was going on this week. And a lot of people thought that Shakira was so gooped and gagged that she was cheated on that she like passed out and died in her house. She was like, mi corazón, and fell over or something. I don't know what they thought was going on. But she had to clear the air. She said, guys, I'm getting a lot of messages with concern that I was seen in an ambulance in Barcelona recently. I just wanted to let you know these photos are from last weekend, May 28th. When my dad had an, when my dad unfortunately had a bad fall and I accompanied him in an ambulance to the hospital where he is recovering now. Please do send all your best wishes his way and thank you all as always for all of your love and support. The way people try to jump to conclusions about what's going on. They see Shakira in an ambulance. They're like, she got cheated on and she couldn't take it. She passed the fuck out. That's so annoying that she even had to confirm that it's because her dad fell over. Like, why'd she even have to say that? Sometimes fandoms can be so annoying. Either way, actually, if I break up with someone and their heart doesn't temporarily stop, they fall over, have a horrible accident, end up in an ambulance, I don't want it. Was it even love? Did I even mean anything to them if they don't do that? You better be in the hospital for the next week. Anyway, the funny part about this is, is that Shakira is letting him have hell for breaking up with her. She unfollowed him on Instagram. And then the gag is that she followed Henry Cavill and Chris Evans right after she unfollowed him. As if to say, I am moving the fuck on. I already know who I want to be with next. And I'm going to do two of the most handsome, successful men in all of Hollywood. Superman and Captain America. And she knows that he saw it she's so messy she's really gonna follow two new men right after she splits up with her husband shakira what are you doing loca she's crazy that's the level of crazy i aspire to be though gonna unfollow my husband then follow two other men immediately and you know he's checking you know he already regrets it that's peak feminism she's reminding her husband who she is she's shakira bitch She'll be fine with or without you. She never needed you. She can upgrade at any given moment. And he probably already has a complex. And I'm so here for it. And guess what, guys? Chris Evans already followed her back. Ah! 
what is going on? Why are these grown celebrities like in their 40s acting like teenagers in high school? They're so messy, but goddamn, I love it. And they know how Twitter works. They know how fandom works, like work. She, imagine being able to break up with someone and then get your name trending with the hottest celebrity in Hollywood the next day on Twitter. What amazing revenge. And Shakira said, I'm going to use my platform. And you know what I'm going to use it for? To get back on this piece of shit ex-husband that potentially cheated on me. Henry Cavill, unfortunately, is taken, so he did not follow her back. I mean, go for him. We stand a loyal king. But her hot girl summer is going to be in full effect. And I am so jealous of anyone who gets to, you know, experience Shakira. That's all I'm going to say. Good for her. Fuck Gerard. Next, let's move on to another celebrity who is experiencing the downside of hot girl summer. And that is Michael B. Jordan. Because him and his girlfriend of a year and a half have broken up this week. Lori Harvey, Steve Harvey's stepdaughter... Everyone thought that they were going to be together forever, get married, get engaged, because this was the fine Michael B. Jordan's first long-term girlfriend ever. His source said that this is the most emotionally and romantically invested he's ever been in anyone, and he was looking to go for the long term. I feel like he like respectfully got through his, you know, I want to be young and have fun and hook up phase because he is 35. And now he was like, hey, it's time to settle down. He really did that perfectly, considering he's never been with anyone long-term before. And lucky for Lori Harvey, she was in the right place at the right time. She is 10 years younger than him, actually. But apparently, that was the deal breaker for her. She is 10 years younger, and she did not want to settle down yet. That's what people think is the reason for their breakup, because the only comment they gave is that Michael matured a lot over the course of their relationship and was ready to commit for the long term. He let down his guard with her opening up emotionally and romantically in this relationship for the first time. They had great times together and brought out the best in each other. They're both heartbroken, but they still love each other. So people think that Michael maybe gave the ultimatum, like, I want to be with you. I want to get engaged. Now is the time. Steve Harvey loved him. He was ready to welcome him into the family, maybe wanted to have babies. And she was just like, no. And from that quote, I totally see that because it says he was ready to commit. And she's kind of been giving hints over the last few months. Like I've been looking at them and I've been noticing some interesting things in Lori Harvey's behavior. For example, she went to the Met Gala alone, completely by herself. Why not bring Michael B. Jordan? That'd be the best accessory of all time. Not saying that black men are accessories. I'm just saying that he is the hottest person and he will only make your photos look better. Facts. He would be so fun to go to the Mechala with. Such iconic photos. Boost, you know, the celebrity profile of going. Boost the Instagram likes. Why not go with him? And then she said that she was on a super strict diet these past few months because she wanted to lose all the relationship weight. Isn't that weird? As though she was preparing to leave him because she was losing the relationship weight. Apparently she gained like 15 pounds over the course of their relationship, being comfortable or whatever. And she was losing it as if she was about to dive back into the streets again, wanting to look all fine to get that body on point for when she starts twerking in the club again very interesting it seems as though she was preparing her diet was 1200 calories a day max she said she said she was working out twice a day wearing sauna suits to lose weight and only ate 1200 calories a day pretty similar to what kim k did but she said she's happy she lost the relationship weight so i feel like the thing here that went on with them is She wasn't ready. She wants a hot girl summer. Even though it doesn't get hotter than Michael B. Jordan, good for her for wanting to be independent. Maybe they just didn't have that connection and she wanted it with someone else. And I'm very sorry for Michael because he seems really let down by this. But he's another victim of hot girl summer. Now let's move on to 
Aaron Piper. I don't know if you know who this is. He is from Elite. He is a busy, busy boy. I don't watch Elite. I watched a few episodes. It was a great show. It was a scandalous show. Definitely an ally to the LGBTQ community. Plenty of hot men. And he's one of those men on the show. And he is all over social media this week because he's been getting with some gorgeous Hollywood ladies. So on June 3rd, the kinda newly single Dua Lipa and Aaron were seen together in a nightclub dancing on each other very flirtily, like touching body, rubbing up and down their bodies, like how you would if you were interested in someone in the club and you wanted to cop a feel, caress them, let them know with your body that you were interested. So they were definitely, Nick, we didn't see them kiss is what I'm saying, but they were definitely into each other. And then just a few hours later, FKA Twigs, who used to date Justin, no, 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 Robert Pattinson. She's a singer as well. She posted a video with him on TikTok making out with him right after Dua Lipa was dancing with him in a club. Imagine the gaggery of Dua Lipa like, hey, I I had fun tonight. Here's my number. Maybe we can hang out again this week. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then she's scrolling on TikTok and sees him making out with a girl a few hours later. You can't trust no one out here in this hot girl summer climate. The climate is worse than, you know, the, the climate of the real world. It's burning up. Polar bears are dying and the tea is just as hot in this hot girl summer. So looks like Aaron Piper is having himself a hot boy summer and Dua Lipa is a victim of that. So RIP to all the victims of hot girl summer who are getting played and gooped and face cracked on social media in front of the whole world. Like it's bad enough that you get rejected during hot girl summer or that this guy that you thought you made a lifelong connection with in the club and then you go back and buy him a drink and by the time you come back, he's hooking up with another guy. That definitely didn't happen to me. But it's worse enough that it's bad enough that that happens, and then worse, it happens in front of the whole world on social media. Hot girl summer is brutal. It's okay if you can't handle it, though. Like you don't have to partake just because it's a popular thing that Megan the Stallion started. You you can be in a relationship during summer. I'm sitting this one out. I am booed up, so I'm sitting this one out. That's not my vibe, and I encourage you to join me in the taken summer, but still going out and having fun and not worrying about all that bullshit. Because it's not all it's cracked up to be. So what can we learn from this? First of all, anyone can get cheated on. Don't put your value of yourself into someone's hands. Don't base how you see yourself on how someone else treats you and if they play you or not or have enough respect for you or not. Because everyone in Hollywood is out here getting played. Shakira, Dua, being treated badly is a reflection of them and is not a reflection of you at all. Something's going on with them. They're not thinking about you specifically. It's just what they're thinking about and what they selfishly want for themselves. You're always enough. You have been enough. Don't let that alter how you think about yourself and love yourself because you can't count on someone to not have something going on where they fuck you over. If you can do that, I think you'll have a fun hot girl summer and what we can learn also warning hot girl summer is not for the weak of heart. So you got to be prepared. There should be a warning label on hot girl summer. That's all I'm saying. We can learn that. And I don't stick up for myself I'm anxious and nothing can help And I wish I'd done this before And I wish people liked me more All I did was try my best That's the kind of things I get Unrelentlessly upset These days are the golden years But I wish I could disappear Ego crushes so severe God, it's brutal out here Suddenly, we all have so much more free time in our schedules because the Johnny Depp vs. Amber Heard trial is finally over. The verdict is in that has been more long awaited for than 
Rihanna's new album. The jury found Amber liable of all three counts of defamation in Johnny's lawsuit brought against her over allegations of domestic abuse in her 2018 Washington Post op-ed. So Johnny won. He won all three counts. He was completely victorious in everything that he accused Amber Heard of doing. She took a fat fucking L. She lost everything that made everyone so happy online. The court of public opinion was definitely against her. There was a thousand memes of her losing, which I'm like picturing right now. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if people had like a viewing party for the verdict and, you know, cracked open a cold one in the name of Johnny Depp this weekend. Everyone was really happy that she lost. Fuck Amber Heard. Amber will have to pay Johnny $10 million in compensatory damages and $5 million in punitive damages for a total of $15 million, which Amber's lawyer said she can actually not pay. So I don't know how that works. Is she going to have to like starting OnlyFans? No, I'm just kidding. Is she going to have to like pledge the money like she pledged the uh, divorce settlement? We'll see. But she owes him a lot. But Johnny was also found liable on one count. So Amber won a little. Johnny did not completely come out innocent. He will have to pay $2 million in compensatory damages and $0 in punitive damages for a total of $2 million. So I guess Amber will only have to owe him $13 million. But Again, she can't afford that. So maybe just a, I'm sorry, we'll do. Or maybe Johnny can just like shit in her bed. You know, an eye for an eye. I'm really happy for Johnny though because this changed his life. He was seen as an abuser since 2018. And now it was revealed that he was actually defamed. Making Amber look like the evil, disgusting person that everyone was plotting her out to be online and framing her to be. So he kind of got his life back in a sense. And we're going to read both of their statements like right after they took to Instagram to let their followers know what was going on. This is what Amber said. She got only 400,000 likes. Oh, my God. I bet if there was a dislike button, it'd be like worse than Justin Bieber's baby on YouTube. Like so many dislikes. She said, the disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. I'm even more disappointed with what this verdict means for other women. It is a setback. It sets back the clock to a time when women who spoke up and spoke out could be publicly shamed and humiliated. It sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously. I believe Johnny's attorney succeeded in getting the jury to overlook the key issue of freedom of speech and ignore evidence that was so conclusive that we won in the UK. I'm sad I lost this case, but I am sadder still that I seem to have lost a right I thought I had as an American to speak freely and openly. Girl, I'm, I'm not even about to comment on that because we're, we're done dissecting her behavior. You know, the, the, the jury has spoken. The tribe has spoken, Amber. Johnny, his post got almost 19 million likes. Oh my God. Like every celebrity, it was like a 10 to 1 ratio of supporting. No, it was a 40 to 1 ratio in supporting Johnny, even amongst other celebrities. He, he said, six years ago, my life, the life of my children, the lives of those closest to me, and also the lives of the people who for many, many years have supported and believed in me were forever changed all in the blink of an eye. False, very serious and criminal criminal allegations were levied at me via the media, which triggered an endless bar- barrage of hateful content. Although no charges were ever brought against me, it had already traveled around the world twice within a nanosecond, and it had a seismic impact on my life and my career. And six years later, the jury gave me my life back. I'm truly humbled. From the very beginning, the goal of bringing this case was to reveal the truth. Regardless of the outcome, speaking the truth was something that I owed to my children and to all of those who had remained steadfast in their support of me. I feel at peace knowing I have finally accomplished that. 
I am and have been overwhelmed by the outpouring of love and the colossal support and kindness from around the world. I hope that my quest to have the truth be told will have helped others, men or women who have found themselves in my situation and that those supporting them never give up. I also hope that my position will now return to innocent until proven guilty, both within the courts and in the media. Truth never perishes Johnny Depp. I think Johnny's statement was so well-spoken and he brought up a lot of important points that hint to the implications of Johnny winning on the future and on society and on the Me Too movement. Amy Schumer came out in support of Amber Heard and agrees that this is a setback for women in the Me Too movement, which is what Amber and her lawyers have been saying on media outlets ever since this has ended. I think they might just be saying that because Amber wants a retrial or to, I don't even know the word, but like bring it back up in court again to try to like undo the verdict. But she plans on not giving up. So I feel like that's why they might be holding that stance. I think one implication, though, is that it definitely will empower men who are real victims to step forward. I think the very biggest thing from this trial that people will remember and will just be iconic from the whole thing is that the quote of Amber telling Johnny that was used as evidence of her saying, tell them, Johnny, that I am a man and a victim of domestic violence and see if they believe you. She literally said that to him and he was smart enough to use it as evidence against her. I think that quote is going to change how men are seen in these instances and it will not only empower men to come forward if they are victims but make them more comforted and at ease that their stories will be taken seriously too and that they'll be given the respect and the fair trial that women are given in this situation so i think that's a really good outcome because johnny was definitely a victim i kept up with the trial knowing things that she did to him he won every single part that he came forward with So he definitely was a victim and that gives a lot of other guys hope. Hashtag believe men was going around that their story should be taken seriously too. Johnny's lawyer also said that I imagine a part of the reason that men will feel emboldened after this is beyond the verdict itself, but the public reaction to it, which is absolutely so true. Most people are dismissive dismissive of men or don't believe them at all in these situations. They take the side of women usually and this will let men know that they're not alone and people will be on their side because we've never seen a trial be so in the public opinion on one person's side ever. She got more hate than literally anyone, which definitely wasn't right, the whole hate train against her, but just seeing the support Johnny got will definitely let men do this in the future. So what's next for Johnny Depp? People are saying he said that he would never come back to Disney and finish the Pirates of the Caribbean series even though he said Captain Jack Sparrow was a giant part of his life and he put so much of his time, effort, and soul into that character and crafted it from his own personality and was the executive producer and helped write it. He said he would never come back because of the fact that Disney fired him without ever believing him before. He felt betrayed by them. And now that he has this innocent verdict, he said that he would still never go back just because he didn't feel believed. But Disney came out and said that they absolutely believe Pirates is primed for rebooting with Johnny as Captain Jack back on board. The representative said that this is just too much potential for box office treasure for a beloved character deeply embedded in the Disney culture. Basically, they're looking at Johnny Depp as like a cash cow because of all the hype he has around his career now, even before he was the biggest star in the world when it comes to acting. But now he has just this different level of celebrity that people are so invested in his personal life. So maybe they can offer him hundreds of millions of dollars. But what I really think they should offer him is complete creative control over the role and 
over the character because he said he felt robbed of just getting to close the series. He said he knew it wasn't going to last very much longer, that franchise, but he wanted to say goodbye and have a really nice last chapter with Captain Jack Sparrow that was his baby for so long. So I hope, I really hope just for him and his soul and his life, you know, you only get one life. Go go back and finish the role, Johnny. Who cares if they turn on you for a second? I think the big, it's a bigger reward of getting to do it than the reward of, you know, getting to spite the people who did not believe you, if that makes sense. I think he should just put his pride aside and do what he has to do for himself. And that's kind of fucked up, though, that they were just like, he can make so much money off of this. But anyway, what can we learn from this? Men are human, too. Men can be victims, even though Amber Heard said that he couldn't be. Men have souls and emotions and can definitely be victims of domestic violence as well. I don't think this is the death of the Me Too movement. I think it makes it better. It includes everyone. We don't just believe all men or all women. We believe victims to an extent where they we respect them, give them grace, and then everyone deserves a fair investigation. And the fact that Johnny Depp won the public opinion so much, I think, will put a lot of men at ease and feel more empowered that their truth matters too. I don't think women will be discouraged or men will be discouraged from coming forward because both sides won. They both got their justice and justice will serve for everyone. And that shows that everyone can hope to have justice for themselves. Like Johnny said, the most important thing that should not derail anyone from coming forward in uh, fear that they won't be believed. He said, quote, the truth, the point of this trial was to reveal the truth and that truth never perishes. Matthew Morrison is disgusting. Everyone again. And no, it's not because his rapping on Glee. This time, Matthew Morrison is in trouble with the public because he got fired from So You Think You Can Dance because of an inappropriate relationship he had with one of the female dancers. So after the audition rounds of the show, this was his first season ever even on this program. He was fired. He was let go. People were kind of confused why. Production halted for a second so they could find a replacement. And all Matthew said was, it is my deepest regret to inform you that I will be leaving the show. After filming the audition rounds for it and completing the selection of 12 finalists, I did not follow competition production protocols, preventing me from being able to judge each competitor fairly. Now, that is so vague. People were fishing around, were curious. Did he break COVID protocols? Did he get in a fight with someone? Did he rig it for someone to win? People didn't know what was going on, but no one could really expect what was about to be leaked next. A anonymous source told People that he had inappropriate relationships with a female contestant. They did not have sex, but he reached out to her through flirty direct messages on social media. She got uncomfortable with his line of comments and went to the producers who then got Fox involved and he was fired and they did their own investigation. Now, Matthew Morrison's name was being slandered through the media. Everyone was like, oh, we knew Will Schuster was gross. We hate him. Him in his sweater vest. Like, of course he would do this. He's disgusting. How dare he do that the second he gets hired on the show? But again, just like the last story said, we should believe him too because he said that this was not true at all. 
He said that this woman was completely out of line in saying this. His messages were not inappropriate, and he released this video explaining everything. It's really unfortunate that I have to sit here and defend myself and my family against blatantly untrue statements made anonymously, but I have nothing to hide. So in the interest of transparency, I will read to you the one message that I wrote to a dancer on the show. Hey, it's Matthew. If you don't mind, would love to get your number and talk you through some things. The end. I sent this because this dancer and I both share a mutual respect for a choreographer that I've known for over 20 years, and I was trying to help her get a job as a choreographer on the show. It's, it's devastating that we live in this world where gossip rules. Now, as always, some people do not believe him, and they think it was weird that those message, that one message that he showed was sent after midnight. So people think there was like a gray area of if that was even appropriate or not. In my opinion, I don't think Matthew Morrison would do anything that was that inappropriate. First of all, he's married. That implies that he would be willing to cheat on his wife and just get with a contestant of a show. If Matthew Morrison wanted to cheat, you know, he's famous enough. He could do that anytime he wants. He doesn't need to do that on So You Think You Can Dance with Jojo Siwa right next to him. He, he don't need to do that. That's not his vibe. And he's, you know, he's been on professional sets before. It's not like he's this weirdo that's going to act unprofessional or like a weird old man. He's been in show business forever. He knows how to act. I do not think he would do this whatsoever. But I agree with people that there is some gray area. Why would he message her after midnight, even if he just was going to, you know, help her get a job or whatever? I get that maybe he was like up late, maybe inspired, overthinking. He was like, let me message her before tomorrow. I don't know. But either way, I understand that his story that some people don't believe of trying to hire her as a choreographer seemed a little fishy, especially if she was attractive. So unfortunately he did lose his job and that sucks for him. You know, the weird thing is that this is happening the same week that Glee is being brought back to streaming services. Isn't that so weird? Maybe he's doing this for some Glee clout. You know, he's getting those rerun checks. I don't know what they're called, but money for, the one big show that he was on. Maybe this is a publicity stunt. I don't know. I think it's good that he nipped it in the butt immediately too. He didn't let people speculate. He saw what's going on in the world. He said, no, nope, let me show it. Let me be real clear about what went on because it clearly was not obvious to everyone, especially to the woman I sent the message to in the first place. So good for him for nipping it in the butt and getting it over with. But what can we learn from this? We live in a world where everything you do can be tracked and cropped and saved and reduced to one moment on the internet. So you have to make your intentions with what you type very, very clear. Don't leave any room for something you say for some evil person to misconstrue it. You have to remember things live on the internet forever. Even if he really just wanted to get her a job, he should have been clear with that, especially with the world right now and the fact that he is so famous and could be put in that hot seat. Things can be misconstrued over text or read in the wrong context because cues are taken out. So in order to save yourself from potential cancel culture, be careful with what you type. That is the most important thing. Be careful with what you type, people, because anything you send or type on your phone keyboard can and will be held against you in the court of cancel culture. In reality, though, he should have been fired for his performance on Glee. Why did they even hire him in the first place? Which is what... Hold on. I have one more thing to say. So when someone found out that Matthew Morrison got fired, there was a headline that said, you know, so you think you can dance star gets fired and they show the three judges and one of them is Jojo Siwa. So someone like quote retweeted it and said, I saw the headline judge leave. So you think you can dance? And I got excited. Like, yes, Jojo Siwa is out. But no, it was Matthew Morrison. I thought 
Morrison brought the Broadway perspective to the show. Maybe not an expert to dance, but on showmanship. Still won't watch. Uh, first of all, homophobic. Why would he tweet that during Pride Month? We love JoJo. And bitch, like, she's Dance Mom's icon. She's been dancing, you know, before she was born. She was tap dancing up in that womb, kicking her mom's tummy. She's been a professional since before day one, bitch. So JoJo responded. She said, uh-uh, uh-uh. No one's going to disrespect my dancing skills. I came in second in Dancing with the Stars for a reason, bitch. She said, 18 years of dance knowledge, four major dance TV shows. I've hired over 1,000 dancers, 16 dance music videos. If you don't like me, that's okay. But if you think I don't know anything about dance, you just sound silly. Boom, JoJo. Mic drop. Absolutely correct. She says, no one is disrespecting me and my community during Pride Month. She threw that boomerang at him, let it hit him right across the face, and then bounced back like a boomerang. So good for Jojo Siwa. She shut that hitter up. But anyway, that is where we're going to end the episode today. Thank you so much for joining me at Pop Culture University. I hope you enjoy what we talked about. Got some fun information to spill with your friends. Learn something. And laughed a little bit. I love y'all so much. I don't even know what I'm going to do the rest of the week. I have some exciting content planned for TikTok. So look out for that. I've been getting followers lately, which is really fun. Oh my God. The last two times I've went out to like my bars in Chicago... People have like recognized me from TikTok and I always forget that that's even possible and it just gags me every single time. So that's all thanks to you guys. So thank you guys for the support. I love when y'all post it on your Instagram story and we chat a little bit in the DMs. So please do that. Rate the podcast. Subscribe, follow. I hope you have a great week. Again, don't stress too hard. Stressing is never worth it, which is what I've learned. If something is stressing you out that bad, just let it go. Don't let it take over your whole day. Let it annoy you for like five minutes at the most. And then just breathe in, let it in, let it out. And ask yourself, is this a real problem? Is this really affecting me that much? And if it's not, let it go. And if it is, find a way to fix it. So don't let yourself be stressed out this week. Take care of yourself because you're my bestie and no one treats my bestie like shit. Okay? So I love you. I will see you Wednesday. And have a great week. Okay, bye. Love you. Take as little as three minutes to see if you could save on motorcycle insurance with Progressive. Come on, you've spent more time than that trying to name your bike. Hmm, how about the Crusher? I guess it's not really crushing anything. The Silver Bolt? No. Oh, oh, what about Pepper? Mysterious. Is it a pet or a condiment? Surprise, it's a motorcycle. Uh, no, that's stupid. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. What is up, Astros fans? This is Jeff Balke and my partner, former Astro Jeff Blum, from the Believe in Astros podcast to tell you baseball is back. And we've got your world champion Houston Astros covered. Every week we go inside the clubhouse, break down the games, discuss the players, and give you everything you need to know about the Houston Astros baseball organization with special guests and a few surprises all summer and into the postseason. So tune in to the Believe in Astros podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Go Astros.